You're listening to a podcast from 702. And yes, it is a Wednesday, which means it is Masterclass Day. And today's Masterclass is on all things skin lightening. And we'll cover skin brightening, skin bleaching, all of those that fall within that category. We're joined by Dr. Kanyisilen Debele, General Practitioner with a Special Interest in Aesthetics Medicine, and Dr. Ziandan Debele, who is co-founder of Health Life Aesthetics. To get into that discussion, give us a call, get your questions in 011-8830702, your SMS is 31702, your tweets at M at Radio702, using the hashtag 702 Afternoons, and the WhatsApp line 072-702-1702. Masterclass. Ladies, welcome to the show, and thank you so much for joining us, doctors. Hi. Good afternoon. Thank Everyone. you so much thank for, you for having, having us. us. Do yeah. people um, um, have like a name for, so to all the listeners, they're a set of identical twins. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one of the staff oh here gosh. said to me, are they twins? I said, do they look both? <laughs> and yes, <laughs> yes, yes, you look both. Yeah, if they look, look both. both. <laughs> you look both. <laughs> How is it, if I may ask, that you found yourselves both choosing the exact same profession um that's actually a long story but we love the same things really mm. uh growing up we always uh wanted to be doctors so mm. we knew that we could do this together yeah. uh we couldn't really see ourselves doing anything else yes. eh? yeah from um, a very young age mm. from five years old already we knew that this is what we wanted to pursue um, and it's been a great journey yeah. with someone else holding your hand with you. <laughs> yes. Exactly. So why the special interest in um, aesthetics medicine? So the thing is, um, aesthetics is not really um, well known here in South Africa. Um, you know, we see it overseas. Um, we see the beautiful skin. We also want beautiful skin. Yes. Um, so um, aesthetics just caught our interest because it's um, a market that's available that we can actually use and tap into mm. in order to educate more, more people about skin. Skin is a huge, huge part. I mean, it's the largest organ um, on our bodies. So it's very important that everyone knows which product to use um you know which treatments are available mm. um so yeah and just to add on to uh what dr z is saying um here in south africa there's mostly uh caucasian doctors that deal with the the um fair skins that it's a bit of a struggle sometimes when they're dealing with egg ethnic skins or what we call the darker Fitzpatrick skin tones. Yes. Um, and so we found it very important for us to zone in on that and to try and bridge that gap for darker Fitzpatrick skin tones, mm. to specialize in that, to learn about the skin because we the ones that um, suffer the most with hyperpigmentation, which mm. is big problems um, yeah. for everyone, really, male and female. Yeah. Um, so just to double check, you're in no way associated with anybody in the news right now. That's also aesthetic. Just check. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh not God. at all. Not no. at all. Uh, no. <laughs> No, yeah, we know there's trust issues at the moment, yeah. um, but no, yeah, no, no, we are legit, yeah. we are, yeah. And then, I, I'm so, so the reason that I just get passionate about skin is just because mm. I had my own skin issues mm. after having initially um, been in a home with, we have great genetics I rarely have pimples. I mm. rarely wear makeup you if I'm not working. Right Thank yeah. you. Beautiful. Skin. However, 
I had to get into skin when I started getting eczema later mm. on mm. and engaging with a dermatologist. Mm. And again, I'm um, having a sister who worked in market research mm. specifically for a French skin brand. The number mm. of products that are not actually tested on our skin yeah. in this country, yeah. in our climate, mm. in mm. our everything. So yeah. I, it got me obviously to start to be like, yo. Now I understand why people spend so much money on skin, of which I have to because I have issues. And now Mm. my child also has the eczema issues. Mm. So I think it's it's, it's such a broad conversation. But I'm wondering now with us going to the skin lightening, brightening, bleaching. um, Where where is it a medical issue and where is it a cosmetic? Because I want us to start with the medical part. Many people that I have spoken to don't care for light, lighter skin, mm. yeah. but they care for even skin yeah. tone, of which is what many of the products that are being marketed to us purport to have. Yes. And we don't exactly go to the back and read the ingredients exactly. or research, mm. hey, was this tested in a European climate or in a South African climate? And I yeah, think many 100%. of us don't even know yeah. how many of these products have actually been tested on African skin in our particular climate. Yes. Mm. Let me start with you. Okay. So um, in terms of medical um, conditions that um, would result in in um, you wanting to pursue skin brightening or skin lightening, it would be things that would be causing hyperpigmentation. Mm. We need to understand that, um, you know... Can you explain what hyperpigmentation means and is? Okay, so hyperpigmentation is basically when your skin tone, when there's areas of your skin that look darker. Okay, so it's, it's for example, let's say you've just had acne and now the acne has healed and now you're starting to have scars and there's dark spots there so those areas look darker than what your actual skin tone is and what the rest of your skin looks like so it's hyperpigmentation meaning that there's a lot of too melanin much. Too, much too much melanin much. in those specific areas and is it something that's more prevalent within dark-skinned africans or is it something that you can find amongst you know all racial groups Yes, yeah, so melanin, you know, we all have melanin in our skin. You know, it's, it's, it's our pigment. It's what protects us from um, uh, skin damage. Mm-hmm. But um, with the darker skin types, with, with African skin, we've got a lot more melanin um, mm-hmm. in our skin. And that predisposes us even more to hyperpigmentation. So we're very prone to getting um, inflammation after certain treatments, yes. inflammation after using certain products. And very strong products. Exactly. Mm. And that will result after the inflammation, This will, that will result in you having this darkening of the skin. Mm. And that's where the problems start coming in. Mm. Um, so with the medical cases, things like eczema, like what you mentioned, mm. um, dermatitis, psoriasis, any fungal mm. um, conditions of the skin, mm. um, those kind of things Post-acne. can... acne Exactly. Very those kind common. of things can result result in you having pigment um, pigment changes mm. and this then bridges and falls over into the cosmetic side because I mean if your skin um, is has got dark spots it is also going to affect your your confidence it mm. is going to affect your um, your aesthetic appearance as well mm. so in terms of then some of the skin conditions that have been mentioned which are mm. the ones that you know make one prone to the scarring and all of those things. So you spoke about post acne. So, so I, I say to people much as yes, I love having clear skin, yes. but when I do have a pimple, you see it 
right away. Yeah. Mm. And it would keep coming in the same place to the point that mm. I had this massive dark mark. Yes. And then I was like, now I see why people yeah. <laughs> go for some of the treatments that they do, which exactly. are very, very expensive. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right? So the post-acne mm. one, and now I can't even imagine what that feels like for somebody who's dealing with massive acne on their mm. face and the scarring and all of those things. So what yes. are some of the common um um uh, medical conditions or skin conditions that people can face that do f- have a person after they've healed kind of be like, how am I fixing this and getting my even tone back? Mm. So the biggest ones that we see is definitely acne as well as eczema. Um, another common condition is called melasma. This is secondary to usually to menopause. So you'll see it in aging females where um, certain areas of their face, whether their cheeks or their forehead, starts to become to have that dark pigment that they mm. cannot explain. As well um, as pregnancy. As well it, as pregnancy. It's by hormones. It's hormonal, mm. exactly. So that can definitely start showing um, areas of pigmentation. And if you don't use sunscreen, then you see it even more. The more mm. you are out in the sun, wherever you're going, it darkens. So those are the common ones that we see. Um, the uncommon ones, I mean, it's common, but I wouldn't say it's medical, mm. would be uh, the ones where it's secondary to using bleaching agents, mm. where now, oh. now it becomes a complication now a medical complication where it stops becoming cosmetic and now it's medical and that's what we usually now start dealing with and what we're seeing now commonly in these ages Mm. are you referring to for example i mean kenyan bar has been very open open Mm. and sharing the realities of going through the process of lightening your skin Mm -hmm. and the fact that if you stop it's going to be darker than it was before yes Mm. Yes. You know, the one thing we appreciate about Kanye Bao is that she's very informed. And that is the one thing we teach all of our cli- uh, all of our patients that yes. you need to be informed. Um it's about finding out the pros and the cons of the skin bleaching. And she's right in saying that it's it's a lifelong thing really because once you stop you do go back. Your yeah. pigmentation because as Dr. Z said, you are uh, Melanin is a protective thing. So mm-hmm. as soon as uh, the skin feels, oh my gosh, I've been, um, you know, um, damaged, then a lot is produced. So you go darker than what you were. Yeah. And if you don't use sunscreen, it happens even worse yeah. and faster. Mm. So um, the one that you were speaking about, the melasma, which, and specifically in pregnancy, yeah, we have seen some women who, Amongst the millions of suffering that they go through, yes. oh my the gosh. skin, <laughs> <laughs> the struggle continues. Yes. So, what is actually happening in the body that it feels that yo, we need to boost up the melanin, mm. and then does it resolve itself usually, or mm. are there pregnant women who are like, I've changed permanently after after having had the child, and mm. it didn't go back to normal? Mm. So, um, if you understand pregnancy you'll understand that it's it's a drop in estrogen and, mm. and an increase in progesterone, right, to maintain the pregnancy. Yeah. Estrogen is very important in a lot of functioning, such as strengthening our bones, our yes. melanin production, and all of that. So yeah. once that drops, then the body feels as if it must make more to compensate for the low estrogen. Yeah. Mm. Um, and because of also high volumes, you know, are you providing nutrients for you and baby? Mm. Naturally, 
everything is going to be doubled in the body. So that's uh, what usually causes melasma. Sometimes um, after pregnancy, it can go back, the lucky ones. Yes. Um, otherwise, for some also are considering genetics, can stay. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, okay. And I, th- I think it's important for, for people to know that um, some things do resolve themselves and yeah. others yeah. Uh, come, come to that point. What, what is happening that a person could just develop frickles? And I'm wondering if you mm. do get mm. patients who are like, I don't actually like this thing. Cause mm. for some people, it's a VOB. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. such a vibe. <laughs> yeah. Like they even get makeup artists to put the exactly. freckles on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but for other people, they're like, no, 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 no. So what's mm. actually happening in the body that a person would be developing freckles that now they're like, I want mm. my skin to go back mm. to being neutral. Okay. So the thing is with freckles, we have to understand that freckles are either genetic or they are acquired. So the ones that are genetic where the whole family has got freckles, there's absolutely nothing that we can do about that. But the ones that you acquire are are caused by sun damage. Mm. It's sunspots. That's Mm. what they are. They're sunspots. So those are the ones that we can reverse. And we reverse this by doing certain treatments on the Mm. skin. But most importantly, we always advise the patients, you have to use sunscreen because Mm. we can get rid of those freckles, but they will come back if you're still not using those protective measures. What What trend are you sort of noticing in your practice with regards to darker skin um, patients, and I'm talking black, Indian, colored, Mm -hmm. or or all darker skin patients with regards to sunscreen usage? Because it was always this thing that it's like, no, 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 we're black, we don't need sunscreen. Like, you know, we don't need, uh, you know, I even remember in school with the other kids being like, at least you don't need sunscreen. And sometimes they'll tease you because you'd look like purple and blue because you've got sunscreen on. And it's people's perceptions that look when you have sunscreen you either look darker or you burn easier yes. and all of that and just to answer your question in our practice oh my goodness almost every patient we must ask do you use sunscreen and nine out of ten times it's no <gasps> They, they actually you don't. know what they need, to, they need to get burned to mm. feel mm. that feeling of needing desperately seeking off the sun and remembering yeah. Yeah. and i think also again the perception is well it's winter i don't need to use the exactly. sunscreen anymore oh, my exactly goodness. or it's gray outside oh but i'm always indoors or i work inside a, an office building i don't get sunlight it's not about that mm. because sun damage also occurs from the blue light so from looking at screens on mm. our cell phones the light itself mm. that's also causing sun damage as and well. On cloudy days, it's even worse because mm. you think that there's no sun, but the sun but is still the rays there. are still the rays are still exactly. penetrating through. So you're definitely still experiencing those burns from the UVB. Mm. Yo, somebody on the WhatsApp line is like, Venda is like forty degrees. What is sunburn? <laughs> That you know, and it's in places like that. Yeah. I mean, they've got very strong pigment. You know, they may be fair skin, but they they collagen and their skin is very tough. If you mm. look at it, if you feel it, and that's also a form of uh, the skin trying yeah. to protect itself. Yes. So you must use sunscreen. Sunscreen does so many wonders. Mm. It softens your skin. You know, it reduces pigment. It improves uh, the even skin tone. Uh, prevents skin cancer. I mean, mm. we are in May, which is Skin Cancer oh, Awareness Month. Mm. So it's very, very important to use your sunscreen and to take care of your skin. 
let's talk about the darkening that happens from things like friction. So um, for those of you with children in the car, I'm about to get real <laughs> just for a second. Yeah. Yes. So there was a trend that I saw maybe it's about a decade ago. Mm-hmm. And the, the person at the time that did it was a porn star because okay. it was on camera. But she went and did anal bleaching. Mm-hmm. Now, there are places on all our bodies that naturally get darker yes do you get patients who are like i don't like that this thing is this color you know be it the armpits be it Mm. you know between the thighs yeah all those areas where we are prone to you know big ups to those of you with thigh gaps (laughs) and don't know what it feels like to have the friction but there are certain places Mm. that just it just develops even knees and and elbows yes what can we do (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so very common question um we actually have got peels for that um so it's a chemical peel that you just apply on it definitely must be done by a professional a doctor or a skin specialist or a therapist um and it's a once off peel you can do it i uh, do maintenance treatments um, and basically just strips off all of that dark pigment Mm -hmm. now because pigment we know the skin layers um, has got three right Um, so most pigment is in the dermis the middle layer and sometimes deeper so it may take time to lift that pigment so um, peels are very good for that constant exfoliation you know Mm. At home, doing the scrubbing, the the natural scrubs, the salt scrubs, whatever. But not, so why do the elbows get naturally? Do- is it because the it pressure is constant- points? Oh. Yeah. Pressure points. Yeah. So you lean on it. Because mm-hmm. I have you- not been living on my knees scrubbing <laughs> floors for a long time, and I'm like, wow. <laughs> yes. Yes. Mm. Um, as well as now, there's a new peel. It's a natural peel, uh, the algae peel. That one works well. Obviously, not in the intimate areas it's a bit too strong for that but we've got a uh, certain peel specifically for that hmm. so it's a normal thing that is natural there's nothing you can do about those certain dark spots you can they will lighten okay. so the more you do the treatments the more those hmm. dead skin cells the more the uh, the stubborn melanin yes. will be lifting so it's always a, a journey especially with deep pigment and pigment that you've had for a long time it hmm. will take some time to get um lighter but it will eventually get lighter how do you know or, or let me rather ask which part of your body mm-hmm. is your in inverted commas original skin tone so let me use my grandmother as an mm. example. May her soul rest in peace. She was very fair-skinned, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But because she was always out in the sun, she still mm. looked fair until, mm. you know, when she was fully unclothed, you could see, yo, this person is like, yeah. mama, you white. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's how yeah. fair she was. Mm. Yes. And then some people, when they're trying to test makeup, they use, where's the accurate place of this part of your body is the closest to your original skin tone? So generally, um, we always just um, look at the inner part of the arm because that's the area where the, there isn't really sun exposure, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. So if you look at the inner part of your arm, like, um, like towards the, your body, you'll actually see that the, the skin tone there is quite lighter than the top part of your, your arm. Mm. And that gives us an idea of what your natural skin tone is. Um, I mean, obviously, with women, you can always just look at the breast area. The yes. breast area, you can also see the true complexion of, of your skin tone. 
Um, but yeah, that's that's where we normally um, check. Yeah. Out of interest, what part of um, the work that you do touches on skin darkening or tanning? Sure. Not much. Nothing. <laughs> Not Nothing. Much. Not Nothing. at all. We really Nothing. don't have patients that come and want to get darker per se or, or tan their skin. Mm. Um, like we said, we deal with Fitzpatrick's um, three to um, more four to, to um, five and six. Mm. So that's and more of the yeah, darker so skin tones. Yeah, so those are the darker yeah. skin tones. So Why they don't need Fitzpatrick, to go darker. That Fitzpatrick Patrick thing is making me think of the brown paper bag test. Remember back <laughs> So please explain it So oh we all know goodness. It's like Is it the thing That's R or 4 Or this <laughs> Yes, like, yes. So it's, yes. It, it's exactly that So it's it's a scale Of, of looking at The, the skin tone mm. But it's more of Ethnicity based It's yes. not okay. really about You know um, For example um, Everyone who is African You know You would say that you are part of uh, Fitzpatrick Five. Yes. Um, doesn't matter whether you're light in complexion, oh, you're dark, whatever. But I obviously, the more northern Africans or the the higher up you go, they're more darker, so that so would fall more Fitzpatrick on Six. Exactly. So talk to me about the red undertones and the, you know, like people when they'll describe dark in complexion, they'll be like, blue, mm. no, this is a blue black mm. or this is a red. Um, <laughs> and I can see what they're talking about. Mm, yes. Can you share those undertones and how it actually informs what you do to help that particular person? Do you have to take into consideration? I know makeup artists need mm. to know, is this person more yellow undertone, more red for them to do their work? Um, actually, in our field, we really don't deal with undertones. We just mm. deal with skin tones as a whole and as a general um, because the things we're dealing with deals more with, you know, melanin and dermis rather than really the undertones mm. um so we really don't deal with that but you can see the the the, the you difference. can definitely see yeah. what they mean and yeah. you see it well with makeup um when if you uh, you use different shades of foundation or the wrong shades then you see it more but for us our skincare Products and treatments, they are a variety of, of skin tones, not undertones. Mm. Are you still seeing a trend um, of people wanting to be lighter just for the sake of cosmetic purposes? Okay, yes. that was a big, yes. big nod, yes. a yes. massive nod. Yes. And we'll yes. come back to that when we're back from the news. And I see all of your questions on the WhatsApp line, 072-702-1702. And, of course, you can also give us a call for our guests, 011-8830702. This is a masterclass on skin lightening, skin brightening, skin whitening, skin everything. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, it will touch on other things. So get your questions in and we'll take it from there. It's 2.30. 702. Masterclass. On our masterclass today, we're talking all things skin lightening, brightening, whitening, Michael Jacksoning, whatever you want to consider it. And we're joined by two GPs with special interest in aesthetics medicine, as well as co-founders of Health Life Aesthetics, Dr. Kanyisile and Dr. Zianda Ndebele. Yes, I see somebody saying, please post a picture of the doctors. <laughs> so we will make sure we get a picture because they want to see how it is you look both. How identical <laughs> we are. We look both. <laughs> how identical. What's interesting is even your voices. Identical. Sounds, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, people say that. We really don't think we look alike. Your tone is a bit more hoarse. Your tone is a bit more hoarse. Yeah. I can tell who's who. Yeah. But sometimes when you start speaking, you sound exactly the same. Yeah. 
I mean, we can't argue that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take your calls on 011-883-0702 in the WhatsApp line 0727021702. Let's go to um, Polosho in Limpopo, who's got a question. Polosho, how are you doing? Good, good on yourself. Good, good. Go ahead. Great. Um, just one, um, do they have male male clients and what is the common the common treatment that they come for? Is it lightning, mm. Michael Jacksoning or <laughs> So Polosho, is there is there a specific treatment you are interested in for yourself? Yeah, so you know your facial hair, the yes. more you shave, the darker you get. Oh okay. yes, yes. There is the treatment that one can go for on, on that. Okay, thank you so much. Um, sorry, Polo Shi in Limpopo. Apologies, I misread that. Ladies, what is the common treatment that men come in for? Um, well, so the biggest thing, as he mentioned, mm. is the fact that post-shaving, so a lot of men experience what we call beard acne, yeah. um, mm. which is what happens when you're either shaving, either with the wrong products or uh in grown hairs mm. or mm. your barber doesn't um clean or sterilize his equipment because you're then, on the side of the road exa- <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> sometimes you're in Santon, but we won't say yeah. much about yes. that that too that yeah. too yeah. yeah um and basically all of that clogs up your pores and then it causes the buildup of um sebum within your pores um which then causes infection and then causes acne. Mm. Um, most people have the habit of, of popping their pimples. Yeah. And because of popping, then it leaves um, acne scarring and, and the dark spots. And this is what most men um, come to us with to mm. clear out their acne as well as their, their dark spots that they're now suffering with as well as the biggest thing is acne scarring exactly. um, mm. which is because you are popping and then it doesn't heal properly and then it causes it looks like it's like you know like an orange yes how it looks so that's how yeah. your skin starts to oh, look the texture yeah, yeah the exactly. texture exactly yeah. um so those are the biggest things that we face Do and grown hairs also cause that type of scarring i know yeah. um some people just pick their own and mm. those of you that made pimple popping a thing like it's a it was oh. never a thing <laughs> but i'm guilty i also can't stop watching like it's so wrong yes i know dr pimple popper yeah. and tiktok and all the yeah. Yeah. Spend hours on that yeah so so you say don't pop your pimples what don't should you be doing though to avoid scarring mm. so the thing is with pimples you um you either have to use skincare products or you just have to let that inflammation go down. So picking at it, playing with it just makes it worse. It makes the inflammation works, uh, worse and it makes the healing worse. Um, so if you notice, like, you know, you'll have a pimple today. By the time it's day two, it's come down yes. unless you've been playing with it. Yes. So just let it go down or use skincare products that will actually relieve that inflammation. Um, and that's what is going to prevent your skin from um, becoming pigmented afterwards. I've been told, and I, I do this, whenever I feel like a pimple is starting, I do tea tree oil, but I don't know if it's placebo mm. or real. Are they really fixed to tea tree oil on things like pimples? So tea tree oil is an, has got antibacterial properties. That's okay. why um, it's, it's good. So, um, you know, you, you can put it on the pimple when it's starting off. It will reduce the inflammation. Mm. Um, but the best thing to use would be 
salicylic acid because yes. it it takes away the the sebum or the oil production mm, and yeah. cleans out that clogged pore as well as cleanses the infection that could have been forming i yeah. got you mm. yeah. all right we've got stembele in protein north hi hi how are you good thanks and you Good, thank you. Uh, good afternoon to your guests. So, uh, I have to start off by this comment. Blacker the berries, sweeter the juice. Yeah, yeah. I love that. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. So, my question is, um, do your um, guests, doctors, do they do skin darkening? Like, I want to be darker than uh, Wesley's tribes. Um, <laughs> So the whole purposes of, um, you know, looking at the, the, the weather, at the global warming, yeah. the sun is becoming more dangerous. And mm. I know if your skin is darker, I mean, you are more protected than uh, using uh, the baby tongue. The screen thing. So, sunscreen. sunscreen. Mm. What do they call it? Yes. Mm. Sambele, why does it you sound like there's a, there's a woman who told you she likes tall, dark, and handsome? That's why you want your skin to be yes, darker. That's also true as well. Because I've been outside of uh, Africa in Europe, like I'm a fighting, mm. and they, this is what I got to see. They prefer darker guys. So, like, that's what I'm asking. <laughs> All right. Ladies, I mean, there's the cheaper way, which is just for him to go sit in the sun and make sure he's protected. But again, uh, to reiterate, you don't do darkening. We do not do darkening. And please, everyone, it's a misconception that um, the darker you are, the more protected you are from um, sunburn and skin cancer. It's just harder to see, but skin is skin and skin does Mm -hmm. burn. And um, it does leave you prone to uh, skin cancer, which is what we are concerned about. And aggressive skin cancers. um, Because, you know, the darker skin tones tend to get melanomas and, Mm. and those are extremely aggressive, extremely dangerous. So please use your sunscreen, um, you know, maybe not lighten your skin, but in terms of darkening, unfortunately, it's either (laughs) your genetics or yeah. All right. uh, We've got Londiwe in Alberton. Hi, Londiwe. Hi, how are you? Good. Thanks. And you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for taking my call. Yes. Yes, I want to find out from the doctors about removing the scars. Yes. You know those positional scars? How do you work around those? Do they give it up? Uh, If I may ask, did your skin, your scars go lighter or did Mm. they go darker? Lighter. Okay, so you'd like to find out about removing those scars. Ladies, is there anything that is possible? Because I, I know there's details you'd need, like how old is the scar, how long has it exactly. been there, and things like that. Yes. So it's extremely important. Before we can do any skin treatments or before we can even talk about your, your skin or what we would want to do, we would need to do a skin consultation. Yes. It's extremely important because this is where we look at the products that we're using. Um, we're looking at your skin tone, your skin type, your concerns, the extent of the pigmentation. Um, so these are very important things that we have to look at before we can actually tell you which would be the best treatment. But yes, um, there are a lot of treatments available that we can use in order to lighten um, those certain spots and, mm. and those uh, and that scarring. So there are options, but you have to come in, you have to be consulted with so that we can actually give you your best results. Yes, yes. All right. There is a question that has come through on the WhatsApp line from Anonymous. Hi, my eldest daughter has developed 
vitiligo is the treatment we can get to help restore her pigmentation and stimulate melanin in her skin so um the first question to ask here is how long has Mm. she had this vitiligo because um to a certain extent we can reverse it there are Mm. um products treatments meaning skincare Mm. products as well as oral agents that you Mm. can take that can um produce more melanin and sort of halt that um, um, autoimmune response that's Mm, happening. Um, So yes, there is. um, We would say to please go to your nearest um, dermatologist. Mm. They are the best at vitiligo. They are specialists at it and Mm. they will be able to provide her with uh, treatments to use. So just Mm. um, for the context for um, all of the listeners, vitiligo um, is what Lele Du Kumalo suffers exactly. from. There's some mo- uh, models. But yes. can you just quickly explain what happens? Is it that you start getting patches of mm. skin that lose melanin or what is it exactly? Exactly. So um, um, like what we previ- uh, previously mentioned, it's an autoimmune condition. What that means is that your body releases antibodies and fights against the melanocytes that yes. are basically producing that melanin pig- uh, pigment. Um, so what happens is that you stop producing that melanin and then you start having these white depigmented patches mm. on your skin skin mm. and it's like what dr Kanye said initially in the um, early phases we can reverse that we can halt that process but unfortunately once it's destroyed um, the melanocytes there's not much that we can do about it so chronicity unfortunately becomes more of a permanent um, uh, measure all right we need to take another break when we come back we continue with all of your questions 702 masterclass and in our masterclass today, we are talking skin, lightening skin, brightening skin, whitening with Dr. Kanyesile and Dr. Zianda Ndebele. Yes, they are a set of twins and they <laughs> both are founders of Health Life Aesthetics. And we take your questions on 011-883-0702 in the WhatsApp line 072-7021-702. Let's go to Ntabi Singh in Soweto. Ntabi Singh, how's it? I'm fine, how are you? Good, good. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I just want uh, like I said, I left when we were introducing them, so I'm not sure if this was discussed. I just wanted to know if there's any in the general that one can use for, um, I think, sunburns or whatever you call them. Yes. But they are only developing now for somebody who's a bit lighter. So, sun, so are you talking about like sunburn that's been happening over time or as in like you were in the sun too long yesterday and you mm-hmm. got burnt? No, no, no. That's happening over time. So, so yes. sun damage. Mm. Sun damage. All right, mm. ladies. Mm. And I think, um, um, uh, I think it's important you also teach us the correct mm. language because mm. I'll automatically just think sunburn was something Yamaobani. Yeah, yes. Yeah. yes. So what can Ntabi Singh do at the age of 57 to treat? I'm assuming she, it's, it's referred to as sun damage. Mm. So um, prolonged exposure to um, you know, sun damage results in you having um, skin changes, things mm. like aging, things mm. like sunspots. So I think what you're referring to is um, sunspots as well as the, the freckles that we spoke about that are caused by the sun. So... Um, it does not really matter what age you are. The good news is that we can always reverse 
some of the changes. Mm. So we can always bring back, um, you know, your natural skin tone. We can always brighten your skin. We can always reduce that pigment. Um, it's just an, a matter of the treatments that we're going to be undergoing. So things like chemical peels will mm. work perfectly for you because yeah. that's getting rid of those um, sunspots. So there are definitely options. Things like sunscreen, very important. Mm. Are you using sunscreen at the moment? Uh, things like vitamin C, amazing for brightening, amazing exactly. for uh, uh, reversing photo damage, which is also called sun damage. Mm -hmm. Things like niacinamides. These are things that you need to be looking at. And these are things that you can get at your clicks, your disc mm -hmm. wherever it is. But always consult your doctor or your skin specialist. Yeah. All right, there are so many questions that are coming through on the WhatsApp line, which we're going to jump into. Um, and then I want to quickly chat to you about glucathione. Is that what it's called? Glutathione. Which one is the gluca? Sugar related. Yes. Sugar. Thank yes. you. Okay. Yes. Sorry. I skipped that class <laughs> when I was studying class. medicine. <laughs> All right. So um, the question about true skin color was already answered anonymous mm -hmm. in four ways. Mm -hmm. um, another person says, I have a dark neck. I have tried gentle magic. Nothing changed. Tried oh, userin. It became lighter, but still dark. So without being too biased to any of the skin products, mm -hmm. would you say in general that our skin products don't have any permanent solution or do you have a, a a product or a brand that you like actually this one can do this with as little damage as possible um no so everything requires maintenance it's all mm. about consistency um so some products can work for a long time but you must maintain it or you must keep um sort of coming back for more treatments um just to answer her question, um, in terms of the dark neck, are you exfoliating? Are you using sunscreen? I'm going to keep on asking about sunscreen mm -hmm. every single time you ask yeah. me about um, dark skin or uh, uh, dark skin, uh, uh, sorry, dark spots. Yes. You must always be using mm -hmm. sunscreen and you must, especially the neck, exfoliate. Very but, important. Chemical. Yeah. My mom's rule, everything. do the same thing to your neck as what you do to your to face. Your face. Exactly. Very, very important. But also, um, I just have to emphasize that if it's just your neck that is becoming dark, we have to start looking at other medical conditions mm. now because it's not just possible that the sun can only burn your neck. Um, obviously, unless you, that's the only place that's exposed. But we need to look at other medical conditions because mm -hmm. they do cause darkening in those specific areas. So mm -hmm. maybe go, um, come in and see your doctor mm. so that we can have a look at that. Mm. Um, please ask if the SPF 4050 in moisturizer is mm. good enough to replace sunscreen. No. No, it's never enough. Please, um, a lot of the moisturizers will say the day creams will say there's SPF this, SPF that. That's absolutely amazing, but you must always top, top up, up with another sunscreen, always. And the higher, mm. the better. In Africa, we need to be using fifty. Fifty SPF fifty SPF. The sun is too boring. harsh in Africa. Yeah. The face and boring. Yes, their face and, and body. And please reapply every two to three hours. Very important. Mm. I know really? it sounds like a lot, but yeah. you need to. And so ladies, what happens if you have if makeup? Got there's, your powder. Face beat. there's powder. Yeah, there's powder. There's sunscreen. Powder. Hmm. Look, I've never heard it's, of this in my life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's spray setting sprays now have sunscreen. Exactly. Your powders. Have there's sunscreen. no more excuses now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I've got you. Here are some voice notes. Hi, Rilebohile, Temingosi here. I've actually noticed that uh, whenever I leave the sunroof uh, cover 
open for a while, um, my skin burns. Um, and so I think it's, it's just those minor things as well that we don't, you know, take note of. Uh, and, and, and uh, you know, you, you could get skin damage. So uh, if you have a panoramic roof or, uh, you know, but make sure that you close that cover uh, when you're driving around because you do get uh, uh, skin damage. Definitely. I've actually heard of someone who noted that their right arm is darker yeah. because of driving and mm. the window side. Yeah. Mm. There's actually a clinical study out. It's, it's a famous uh, viral photo now of this gentleman who for more than 20 years, he was half of his uh, face and arms were exposed to the sun and the mm. other half was not and completely different changes the, the one side looks young the other side looks old the sunspot hyperpigmentation is completely off so mm. it plays a very big role and protective clothing is also important so yeah. your caps your sun hats those long sleeve clothing yeah. umbrellas those are things that you can also incorporate here's another voice note Hi Lebo, I just had a question for the doctors in studio regarding freckles. So mine are genetic, I guess I inherited them from an aunt of mine, um, but when I was born it was just on my nose and I am now 30 something young and um, it has moved to literally my whole left side of my cheek, so it went from my nose down to my left cheek. And it seems as though the older I get, the more it spreads. Is that um, normal? Is there a way to stop it from spreading? Or should I just um, come to terms with the fact that I am a, a two-faced beauty? Yes, I love that term. Absolutely. Um, so again, it's very important that once what was there, meaning if you've had a previous small freckles, um, skin growths, once they start changing or growing or multiplying or starting to itch or become painful, it's very important to go and see your doctor, whether a dermatologist or a GP. They must check if it's just, it's a normal thing, mm. which it can mm. happen, or if it's starting to become problematic, meaning early signs of skin conditions such as melanomas, um, squamous cell carcinomas, basal cell carcinomas. So these Those are, are skin cancers. Skin yeah. cancers. So these are the things that you must look at. Sometimes for people, it can be normal that the more you age, you do get more freckles. So it's not always um, abnormal, but to always go and see your, your doctors. Mm. Um, in what situation, I mean, you've covered it about the dermatologist and coming to you. Would you say mm. your work is more cosmetic? And if there's something you see, you would refer a person to go to a dermatologist? Yes, we, we know our limits, you know. Um, as, as general practitioners, um, we identify the skin concerns. We, we identify um, the, the, possible, the possible plan for the patient. But um, more than that, we need to refer the patient to the dermatologist because mm. they are the skin specialists. They are the ones who are going to tend to the medical side of things. So, yes, we are definitely more of the aesthetics and cosmetic side of things. They are more of the medical specialist side of things. In a few seconds, what are the dangers of the skin lightening, whether you're doing it through a drip or through oral tablets? Thin skin, cancers, um, toxic uh, to the kidneys, to your liver, so causing liver failure, kidney mm. failure. This is bleaching, yes. not yes. skin brightening. Yes, yes. 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 Mm. And that bleaching is now, we're talking about the glutathione. No. 
glutathione has not been proven to be a A bleaching bleaching agent. agent. Glutathione is an antioxidant. It's naturally made in your body. Okay. So it's not a bleaching agent. What we're talking about are are your mercuries, your corticosteroids, your hydroquinones. Those are the bleaching agents we're talking about. Ladies, we've run out of time. We're going to have to leave it there. But thank you so much for joining us on this masterclass. Thank Thank you you so so much much for having us.